Welcome to Soren Lit. Uh, hello, I'm Emily Bildman. Uh, I am a widely published poet and scholar living in Geneva, Switzerland. I have uh, normally uh, every month uh, poetry workshops on Zoom and at home and uh, where we get together, read our poems and critique. Uh, I have been uh, an award-winning poet. Uh, my poems have been commended by Cambridge Literature uh, in, the, in the UK, uh, by the Stanza Poets in the UK as well, in London. Uh, one of the poems, uh, a sonnet, because I am a sonneteer, I write a lot of sonnets and also free verse. Uh, one of them has been read uh, in the uh, stanza, uh, stanza contest uh, readings and another one was uh, a gold winner by the New York uh, Literary Magazine. So uh, that's it about my biography. Uh, the South has influenced my writing mainly, mainly through the authors. So I have been very, very much influenced by uh, by William Faulkner, uh, especially The Sound and the Fury, and his short stories, a short story called The Bear, as well as uh, John Steinbeck. What these writers have taught me is the resilience and the endurance of the black people when they faced uh, and still face segregation and worst of all in the 20th century 21st century violence so we are against it in switzerland and we fight against it as best as we can by giving uh, i by giving donations to the red cross the UNICEF, they have just written to me today to thank me for my donations. So this is the way we can fight against segregation and uh, violence. And also I am part of the uh, Writers for Democracy in the States, which is in New York. And I recommend everyone to be part of it, all the writers to be part of it because we get together, we speak, and we are in politics in the States, even if we are not Americans, but we have been, uh, you know, taught uh, the American culture. So we are for democracy and nonviolence. My biggest fear when I'm creating is to repeat myself, uh, because what I see as a writer, when what I, I uh, observe is that one poem or even one short story uh, slips into the next one, you see. So sometimes I find myself writing about the same themes. And so, uh, you know, I have to stop and rethink and make sure that it is not the same, exactly the same idea that I am voicing in the poem. <coughs> Sorry. So for the moment, I'm working on a book. It will come out, I think, either uh, towards the spring or we are thinking of uh, September. And you will obviously be mentioned in it. This is why I would like to have the uh, 
the full uh, Sword and Lit will be mentioned in it because uh, I'm being published by you, but also the podcast. This is why I would like to have a detailed uh, description or, or, you know, the uh, the address of the podcast. So this book will be coming out in the UK. We're working on it. The book is called The Undertow. It's my sixth poetry uh, collection. And uh, in the main theme, there are many themes, but the main one, uh, it's like an undercurrent, you know, an undertow. Uh, it's about my interactions with the sea uh, and the oceans. Because I was born uh, 50 meters from the sea. I mean, our terrace, you know. Uh, I, I used to go out as a young girl, as, as a child, you know. I have pictures here. And, uh, and the sea was in front of me. So, uh, you know, I will always be a person of the sea, uh, even though I am uh, living uh, for, the, for the last 20 years, you know, I've been living in, in the mountains, in the Alps, you know, but I go back every summer. So the uh, poets who have influenced me uh, are T.S. Eliot. And I will be writing an essay about him uh, after uh, the book comes out, uh, the book of poetry. Louise Gluck, I read her a lot. Jory Graham, I read her a lot. And one of my favorite, favorite poets, poets, woman poet, is Patty Ann Rogers. I love her work. And I have uh, her complete, I have the complete work actually of Jory Graham, Louise Gluck, T.S. Eliot, and Patty Ann Rogers. My social media, I'm on Facebook, Emily Billman, author. And I have, uh, I have uh, a summary of every single uh, poetry workshop that we do at home or on Zoom and what we speak about, uh, the theme of the poems. We have to do it on Zoom because I'm in Geneva. There are poets from England, from Argentina, writing in English, from Italy, from Greece, from Switzerland. We have to do it on Zoom because we can't get together, you know, otherwise. And then I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a doctorate in, uh, in uh, into, uh, comparative literature and psychoanalysis. And I have been doing and I continue to do courses in psychoanalysis in England through Zoom and also uh, in the psychoanalytical society there as well as in New York because the president of the psychoanalytical society is uh, an American psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. Uh, so we have a direct connection with the states. So everything is on, on, on LinkedIn and I have Twitter, Emily Billman. I mean, it's simple. Thank you, Soren Litt and Melody. I skipped reading the poems. Should I read them now? Yes, I'll read them now. So these are the poems that will be uh, published by Soren Litt. Uh, and they are included in The Undertow, uh, the book that's coming out uh, 
now in 2023. So all of them will be mentioned because in the acknowledgements, I mention everything. You know, everything that's been published and most of the poems have all been published. So these are four poems and they do show my relation and my interaction with the seas, you know. Metamorphosis. Like the poet seeking immortality through an unfinished manuscript, Orpheus would not abandon Eurydice. To darkness, yet unbent, she was oozed into a singularity. Back in Thrace, Orpheus delved into the mirrors of his buried self. His poems poured through the sea channels like stream currents. As Apollo's light seeped through the olive groves above the Cerulean Sea, the hills of Elysium echoed with his life force. The dunes. When the car stopped, the jade sea air spurred me on towards the huge dunes on the barrel beach, spreading out like boulders tumbling down from the hills. As if hypnotized, I gazed intensely at the sands wrapped by the sea breeze, moving upon the North Sea through the thick window panes, keeping the ill winds out of the barrier resort. On one dew, there slithered a juvenile sand serpent, ready to ambush its predators by burying its body inside the soft sands stealthily. The mask in sudden who? With molten silver, I shaped a head shield that fit an identical iron face, a regal mask meant for eternity. For this sculpture, I consulted an ironsmith who welded the silver mask to an iron head shield. Like the carved oars of the ancient war with warfaring ships, I sculpted the face with square striae and symbols. The king's wars were engraved in relief on mo mobile panels. The totem of a golden sea phoenix was welded to the head shield, protecting the face. The thick eyebrows resembled bird wings, shielded by two wolves. Guarded by armed giants, the amphibian totem carried away the sword bearer to oceanic eternity. The Sea League Pilgrims tread softly on sleek pine needles until the brick house anointed with frankincense suspires with candle wax. The diva in the hearth-shaped amphitheater under the crescent moon with a perfect pitch for expensive ballads sang about her prime provocateur. The chorus on stage sang their lunar journey of Lewis, Rust and Brian. The commercial nexus founded by a sacrificial Amazon had moved west with a silted river. Shore to shore, nobles and traders chanted an Aegean elegy. Coins were carved on electrum to revere the effigy of the deity 
her marble breast emblems, warrants of the city's perennity. Austere the pines, scenting reservoir, celebrated the fledging, fledgling sea league. Thank you so much, Emily Billman. And thank you, listeners, for listening to Soren Lit. Please review the work of our featured writers, artists, and other creatives by following our website at soarinlit.com. That's S-O-R-E-N-L-I-T.com. Thank you so much again, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.